Whatever universe you are in, the metaverse, parallel universe, it's all good to me. We're going to go deep. I hope you've got your AR, VR goggles ready. But if you haven't, right, you've got a bit of time. You still go in the metaverse. Oh, good. Okay. 15 seconds. Grab your virtual, your real avatar. Put aside chat GPT for a minute. Okay. Five seconds. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this live stream special. I'm Stephen Drew, and thank you for joining me on your lunch break or wherever you are in real life. I appreciate it. Last year, I covered a lot of topics on the metaverse. It's an exciting space, and I'm really keen to see what's happened. It was all the hype. You were hearing about Mark Zuckerberg's new platform, all this stuff. However, this year, the focus has been on the robots, the AI, the chat GPT. It's going to steal people's jobs. Not really. But the metaverse is still there in the background. And what better way to find out what's going on in the metaverse in 2023 than to catch up with an architectural professional who has a business and is doing stuff in the metaverse, still believing in it while you're typing away on chat GPT prompts. He is building stuff and organizing a world's first festival that we will talk about. And on that note, can I invite, can I welcome Sergi from DARC space to the stage? Sergi, how are you? Hi, everyone. I'm feeling good. Thank you for inviting me. It is a pleasure. And uh, yeah, I'll try to tell you everything about what's going on in the architecture and metaverse industry. Brilliant. I really appreciate that, Sergi. Now, while we met the other week or two online in the metaverse, some people might not have met you yet. So can you, first of all, tell us a little bit about who you are, Sergi, and your background? Sure. So I'm the founder of the Arc Space Studio, which is a studio creating virtual spaces, metaverse spaces. We also organize events, educate students, and we did this for one and a half years, approximately. Before that, I worked as a practicing architect, and I still continue to be the art director of Atrium Architectural Studio, where I was doing lots of experimental projects, also some projects with virtual reality, computational design, etc. Before that, I started uh, an architectural association where actually I got interest in virtual architecture and design, and uh, it's life-changing power, so to say. And wow. uh, yeah, finally, I'm organizing the first ever Metaverse Architecture Biennale, which is going to take place September 21st on two Metaverse platforms, Centraland and Worlds. And yeah, I invite everyone to come there and join this amazing event, and I can tell you in detail about this very soon. Brilliant. I've got the links here and we are going to talk more about the festival and I want to unpack your business. But first of all, Sergi, there's a reason, there's a journey that you've got here. So I'm sure there must have been some point when you've been doing your architecture, you were studying or whatever, you heard about the metaverse, you saw the opportunity and you thought, I need to get involved. So tell us at the start, when did you start thinking, I need to 
get involved in building and the metaverse? Back when I was in A, it was, I guess, 2019. So we had the whole studio speculating about the potential of architecture and method reality. And at that moment, the word metaverse even didn't came up and I had amazing tutors from Space Popular, the studio that does lots of virtual architecture and design projects. So I was really inspired about the potential and we were speculating how is it going to be like in 10 years and 15 and 20 years. And, um, but then, uh, of course it was a student project. It wasn't really grounded in some actual technology that we could have used. And so then I started just practicing architecture and had uh, other interests, but always was like following all the news and then when uh, of course with COVID and Facebook renaming to Meta, there was like th- this topic became much more relevant. And uh, some of my friends, they were like, oh, you are a designer, so you know something about this. And they were like doing their own platforms, starting their own blockchain protocols. And they were saying, man, you should come and join this industry because there's going to be like, it's going to be so huge. (laughs) So you can't miss this chance. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, sounds legit. Really, I should get myself together and find some partners and people who I can do this with. And with my partner and co-founder, Valentin, he's also educated as an architect, but he did his own hardware startup for five years. Decided to start the art space and focus on what can architects bring to the metaverse. It was uh, the beginning of 2022, right? And it was still this kind of NFT and metaverse hype at that moment. The idea to kind of you know, raise money and make your own NFT architecture gallery was uh, something that we thought would be very easy to do. <laughs> and uh, with this kind of first ideas in mind, I started going to some conferences, speaking with people doing blockchain startups, like with Ethereum, Polygon, Near, and all these different technologies that what the blockchain uses, like these companies that create this global blockchain system. Yeah. And things could started to get a little bit more complicated because we are kind of, crypto winter has begun in the late in, a year ago, approximately, and we realized that actually there won't be so much money coming to this industry. There's so many businesses entering it. And at that moment, there were already two startups that were in the middle of doing something similar to what we have proposed in the beginning. Yeah. So we started to find another product market fit, so to say. We thought that, okay, if it's not going to be about NFT and blockchain and uh, uh, all this speculation with uh, this growing industry, how we can actually help uh, with our architectural industry to make this metaverse develop? What would be the benefits of products that we produce? And uh, we participated in a few projects where we were designing this virtual environment. And uh, I think that, first of all, we realized that as architects, we understand how to make functional spaces, how to make let's say, beautiful spaces, how to make, how to bring brand identity to this 3D environment without just putting logos everywhere. So how yeah. to make it on a deep level, how to entertain people with architecture. 
Before that, also using our knowledge, we can focus the attention of people on some products, right? Focus. The way you design metaverse spaces is really quite similar to the way you design physical spaces because the ergonomics is very much similar in the metaverse. And uh, we made one very big event or blockchain protocol. Uh, and it was interesting that we have collaborated with a PR agency, with a creative agency. And it really was an amazing event visited by more than 4,000 people, public, oh, wow. the international media. We even collaborated with one gallery that gave us the virtual copy of Jeff Koons' Balloon Dog. Wow. Uh, placed this in one of our spaces. So we wanted to bring more more entertainment, but also more value to this experience. Then we made a fashion show for Somnium Space, which is one of the most developed metaverse platforms. And I think that the projects that we did, they got very good recognition for the style, for this kind of very individual approach. They look quite different to what the majority of other studios have produced. And since that moment, we're creating this kind of bespoke solutions. But still, the market, I would say, isn't huge yet. So we don't have like many commissions. And that's not the goal for us to become this studio that yeah, only produces this, this whole project. We wanted to be more open about what else we can do. So we started analyzing the market. And I would just generally say that the problem with the metaverse industry is that in many aspects, there are some creators there, there are some businesses there, but what they produce just for themselves. So it's like a closed circle of people and therefore right. they isn't rapidly growing. It is very important to bring other businesses to the metaverse. With our research, we discovered that, for example, for uh, furniture brands, it might be quite relevant actually to show their products in 3D. Sounds good, sounds legit. And we had several meetings with different brands. And despite them being so far away from this virtual world because they produce very physical items, they started to get interest. The new step for us is to communicate with real estate developers because also they're selling some 3D designs, right? Usually they're selling projects just on paper, a few visualizations. Metaverse would allow to give, we're not even focusing on this term metaverse. In this case, we're saying that, okay, we're making this new immersive e-commerce and it works. Of course, technologically, we had also like a very long journey because there are different gaming, game engines like Unity, Unreal. There are some platforms that allow you to open the world's browser and you can come like hundred people can visit it without registration, without everything. But then the quality of graphics is like very low. And there are other platforms that allow you to bring also hundreds of visitors, but they're paying for every entry. And uh, therefore you cannot organize events like our Metaverse Biennale on this platform because it's just gonna cost like thousands, or even more dollars for the visitors to come. So you should always balance and find different solutions. And that's exactly what we were doing for the last year. So we have now three kinds of projects. We have bespoke projects, we have this kind of real estate, very high fidelity projects, 
And recently, we also have launched templates. Templates are tools that we are showcasing on our website. It is a very easy way for new clients to kind of go and explore the spaces, see, okay, it looks like a lecture hall. Some people can fit there. I have some products, let's place them there. And it is very easy to envision how this metaverse space is going to look like to make the creation of metaverse spaces easy for those people who have never tried this. So when saying choose the project you like, give us some brand books, some of your identity, like logos. If you have some products, send us 3D models. And in a few days, you're going to get metaverse project that you can go and use and invite your friends and colleagues. And then uh, it's going to be cheaper, faster, uh, more efficient in this way. And then you can decide, do you need like a big, expensive bespoke project or metaverse is not for you and you didn't waste much money and time on experimenting with this. This is like the stage where our business is now. And yeah. I think there are many steps to be done actually to make it work and bring more and make our portfolio even bigger and more diverse. But I'm quite excited about the journey that we made and uh, some new milestones that would achieve by the end of this year. I, I love it. And first of all, like, well done, because it's hard enough running a business. Okay. I know because I run a business as well. However, to do a business in an emergent space, such as the metaverse, also I applaud it because equally it's exciting, but also you're in new territory. What you're doing hasn't been done by many. And there's going to be a lot of successes and a lot of failures and that business will evolve. So it's all really exciting. And what you're talking to the templates, I think that would work. And that's so useful because I've played around with it. And Sergi, the kind of starting to get to grips with it is very difficult because it's a different set of rules. You touched upon gaming engines, software, different metaverses, all that knowledge you have. So first of all, well done. What I wanted to ask you, so I've got two questions before we talk about the festival. And one I'd like to talk about is like your tips on getting in the industry. But before you do that, can we talk initially about in 2022, you mentioned that the metaverse was everywhere. People were selling NFTs of a virtual house for lots of money. It was all in the news. Everyone was talking about it. And now it seems that the public has turned their attention to artificial intelligence. So one, some people could naively think the metaverse is dead. I don't think that at all. But what's it been like since the big media attention in 2022 to now 2023? Is there still a lot happening in the metaverse? Is it still going ahead? What's your thoughts on it in this current state right now? I think like two years ago, there was just too much speculation. And this wasn't very healthy, to be fair, because for venture investors, it was speculation, right? With uh, cryptocurrencies growing and so, and uh, uh, when you make money out of nowhere, it isn't very healthy, so to say, for any business or industry, right? There is always a chance to fall down and it actually did happen. And many businesses that I know have lost money or couldn't get enough funding to continue their growth. But I believe that in some way it is healthy because now we really start to understand the value of the startups and what they produce for the metaverse. 
what's their contribution? Is it really so important for everyone to have a an crypto wallet, for example? Do we really need this? Because people were saying that hey, soon everybody's going to use cryptocurrency, right? Do we really need this? What do we need this for? We yeah. can buy NFTs and so so. There isn't actually so much value to the majority of people in it now. But like with all of these immersive experiences, people thought that, okay, soon we're all going to be having like some kind of glasses or goggles that would allow us to enter the metaverse easily. Well, we still need some time for this to happen. And if we just analyze that like regularly around 15 million VR headsets are every year, that's not so much. So we're not going to be in VR soon. But still, there are 50 million people using it. So what can we give them that they won't get on their laptops or smartphones? And uh, I think that metaverse would still grow and develop because like with all of the main technological companies, Meta, Apple, Windows, all of them invest so much money in this, in all this virtual and augmented reality. So it is irresistible that we would slowly but surely get into this immersive internet space but it takes time and i hope that now with some events that we're doing we would actually highlight what is the potential of this industry where can this bring us and i hope that we would encourage more businesses to try this because yeah when you hear so many news about this virtual land selling for millions of dollars you it's very difficult to understand how to reflect on this like what you should do should you just go ahead and invest all of your money in this or should you just like never touch this and say wow that's that's too much for me now we're in a much more simpler situation where doing metaverse project is metaverse project is quite easy it doesn't require to invest so much money you shouldn't buy metaverse land if you don't want to do this there are already plenty of experts in the industry who can actually design nice spaces, who can organize big events there. And I believe that it is going to be just another analog of like social media, for example. For example, with TikTok, it has huge audience, right? But so many people don't use it also and find this useless. I don't use it, but I understand people who like to watch these videos, right? And But it's not just entertainment. There is e-commerce there, there are influencers there. So it creates its own culture. And yes. with Metaverse, I believe that it, the trend is going to be quite similar. So it's not going to replace any social media. It's not going to replace websites. Of course, it's not going to replace physical spaces. Um, it's just going to be an environment that has its own qualities. And if we unpack this, them in the right way, I think that people would enjoy this and go there and yeah, the audience would grow and business grow there. Yeah, I I agree. It's very interesting. Now, you mentioned during there online events. So it's probably a really nice segue into something that you're designing, which is up and coming, which is an interactive online. I keep saying the wrong word. Benennial basically an online cool metaverse festival tell me all about that i'll bring it up on the screen but it just sounds very exciting but also i have no idea what you've got in store so tell us about it all okay okay 
with my colleagues from Metancy Agency, from DRXpace, from Worlds Platform, from Web3 Digital Marketing, we're making the first ever Metaverse Architecture Meetup. This is going to be the biggest Metaverse Architecture event ever. Yeah. Only online on wow. two Metaverse platforms, Decentraland and Worlds from September 21 to 24. And our ambition is very simple. We really believe that as graphic designers have created the internet space we use today, architects would create the metaverse. And we should start this discussion already now. Yes, we just said that the industry is just developing and growing, but I always use this analogy with uh, uh, like the beginning of 20th century where car manufacturers were run or like very much influencing urban design. And now we have so many problems with this, right? It is very simple an analogy, but with the metaverse, we also as architects should be responsible for this new three-dimensional environment that we're slowly getting into. And what we did, we invited 15 amazing architects who have already produced great virtual architectural projects, not all of them exactly for the metaverse, but uh, these architects, they understand the topic very well. And uh, many of these names already from other different events and awards, publications. And uh, we bring that to design the spaces and to reflect the topic of the Biennale, presence of the future. And uh, there also would be another 15 designers selected through the open call, which is still open until the end of this month. And everyone can apply for showcasing their works on the BNL. So how it's going to look like. We were very much inspired by the Venice Architecture Biennale and Expo because I think that these are very important exhibitions to the architectural industry. And I think that many people have visited them and find them also quite inspiring because they give you just an immersive experience in itself. So you just go and explore with this abilities. You can just enjoy architecture in itself. Of course, there is a huge theoretical block there with lots of drawings and annotations and so on. But uh, the very basic thing you get is the architectural experience. And what we wanted to do is to give this experience in the metaverse to people. So. Two platforms, they're organized in a way that we have a big expo-like site in the central end. Yeah, the one that you just uh, have shown. Um, and that would be around 30 pavilions. Uh, there, they would be more like architectural sculptures. So they won't be very much interactive and there won't be much annotation and text, just like a huge playground, huge architectural playground. And then, from each pavilion, you would be able to teleport, so to say, just open another link to a separate world created on Worlds platform. And Worlds platform allows you to create this kind of separate world with much higher fidelity, more interactive elements, uh, more images and texts, uh, animations uploaded there. So we're trying to take the best from both platforms. As I said, the Central Land is one of these platforms that has quite low resolution of graphics, but it's actually one of the most popular blockchain-based Metaverse platforms nowadays. And such events as Metaverse Fashion Week, Metaverse Art Week, there were 
taking place exactly on the same location, on the plaza. And it, they have attracted more than 60,000 visitors each event. So they were huge in this way. And uh, yeah, the platform allows us to bring so many people there and make it true the celebration in a social way. But then to have the actual cultural depth to all of the um, expositions that we have worlds on worlds platform. So their architects can actually fully express themselves. They can make quite complex geometry. And now all of them are already on the final stages of their design. So I have seen some projects and it is very interesting how they differently reflect on the topic of the Biennale. Some uh, with the experiment with the new formal language that Metaverse allows you to produce. Some would bring attention to some of their unrealized projects and ideas they had prepared before, so to say. Some use this space as a metaphor for something. And so I believe that uh, really this event would highlight the variety of architectural types this new environment can produce. And yeah, I won't stop there. No, I love it. I'm excited. I will definitely be there. I will be honest, I've only been in one of those metaverses, so it'll be quite interesting to see both. So well done, Sergi. It looks amazing. And everyone here, you should check out the event. This is not sponsored. This is something because it's cool. So if it's a cool event and it's on the live stream, then check it out. And I think it's important that we support our creators in the industry. And who knows, you might learn something as well. So do check it out. But Sergi, before you go or anything, I've got one or two more questions to ask you because a hot topic that always comes up is from architects that, who probably are pra practicing architecture right now, doing buildings in the physical environment. And it can be quite hard getting into the metaverse, especially if you're busy, hard to know where to start. In, in your advice, one of the ways to learn more will, of course, be going to the festival because you get to see stuff there. In your words, though, where's the best place to start learning about designing in the metaverse? I think that most of these platforms, they're not very difficult to use. I think that most of the architects nowadays already have the skill in 3D modeling with different software like SketchUp, Rhino, Blender, whatever. With all of these platforms, you either gonna have a builder just in the browser, so you just upload a 3D model and then you set this up, like with World's platform. It's very easy to try all of the and uh, guidelines are written on the website. So I think that it takes just like a couple of hours to create your first metaverse space. And uh, yeah, there are some more complicated platforms that require you to use game engines like Unity or Unreal Engine. With my team, we're slowly exploring these tools. I think that, uh, yeah, it also takes like a couple of days to create your first scene and then upload it. But then there's uh, game engines, they allow you to experiment much more with the, so to say, blueprints, they're called some scripting, some interactive activities there. And what I would recommend just for architects is to kind of start, yeah, with these platforms, nothing special needed. And it is important also to kind of 
not only just to upload this to the platform, but also to start using this. Because this is what mm -hmm. makes it different to all the other sort of visionary architectural projects. I really like the potential of this kind of speculative drawings, strategies, and all of this imaginary architecture that was produced for centuries through drawings and models. But what is different uh, is that in Metaverse, you can actually go and experience all of these spaces. And uh, you shouldn't forget about this. So it's actually, it is one of the problems with, that I've seen with the Metaverse industry is that you always see amazing announcements like some friend has entered the Metaverse or they created the digital fashion dress or something or something. And what they would do, they would just publish amazing visualizations of this that would go to press releases and people would like say, wow, that looks very nice. But that, when you go inside, you actually realize that, no, it doesn't look so cool. It, it works badly and you shouldn't get into this trap. It's not about producing images. It's literally about making 3D built environments with its own atmosphere, textures, lights, and just invite your friends, invite your colleagues and use the spaces to, so this way you would be able to master uh, to master this new environment. Makes complete sense. I think that's really good advice. It's similar problems to real life, isn't it? You can have a fantastic building in pictures, but it's all about how the space is populated after and if it is inhabited and enjoyed by the participants. So I agree. It makes complete sense. Now, Sergey, before you go, I always like to open it up the other way because I've asked you lots of questions and you've kindly answered them. But I always like to flip the table and see if there's any questions you like to ask me. And it could be about it could be about the architecture social, it could be about the architecture social community, it could be about the stuff I've been doing in the metaverse, which has worked, some have not worked. It could be about the fact that I do, a, we do in the architecture social, a lot of recruitment in real life, working with computational designers and stuff like that as well. Do you have any questions to ask me at all? Yeah, of course I do, because I think that we actually have met on the, on one of the metaverse events and uh, which means that you visit this event, but have you ever organized some kind of meeting or a gallery or like an analogy or like three-dimensional website where you gripped about this? Very good question. So the Architecture Social website started as an online community in the pandemic, and it kept me active when I was in the UK furloughed, which means basically my job was put on pause because of COVID. So I was on this forum and I was always thinking, how can I take it from a 2D forum into a 3D space? So I absolutely see the potential. And the issue though, Sergi, was two things. Number one, that me, myself, I was time poor. And number two, I really believe it's good to get an architect like yourself involved. However, I'm also a big believer in that if you're hiring an architect, you should pay them. And so at the time, the startup didn't have enough cash to put in this stuff. So I was in that tricky circumstance. Down the line, I would like to bring architects involved and pay them for it. Maybe there's a competition where there's a financial sum, something like that. But I wasn't comfortable asking students or anything to build this stuff. And it's just not, they don't get mm -hmm. anything back. So the one I did play with, which I, 
touches upon the concepts you are on about, our templates and so on, was spatial. Like spatial.io, I think, is very good communication tool for you literally plug in a meeting room or you plug in all this stuff and you can go around it. Like we were in the spatial event the other day. So I think it's very successful on that. However, you quickly reach the limits on what you can do without having an architect or building a custom stage. So again, it goes back to what you're talking about of like, how do you utilize the space and what events are there? So I think that it's very interesting in terms of what your event, which is where I think it could be very successful is that, of course, you want the beautiful space online. But again, it goes down to what's happening in the community, what's happening in the event. And it's so just as important as the set pieces are there is the events which happen. And I've learned that the hard way with a community forum, because once you stop giving that love, once you stop engaging, it goes quiet, people move on. And so it's exactly a building. It's only as good as in the community as the stuff that's happening in it. And that's why I think your festival is a good thing because you need the space, but you need the purpose. Like, why are people there? The Central Land, I've been on there so much and you can spend hours going around like ghost town buildings. And I'm like, what is the point of that? I want to go and interact with people, have a conversation in a cool space or give me the fashion show or give me the festival, give me some stuff. I don't want to just wander dead spaces forever. So I think that they go hand in hand. So that's what I'm looking at. So I've got my eye on the space. And I think that down the line, the other thing that I would like to do is like when me and you are talking right now, how could it be in an interactive space online, which is also still interesting because looking at two avatars is boring. However, could there be like this live stream where people can go in the audience, participate, come on the show? Who knows? So there are lots of cool ideas. I'm just not there yet, Sergi. So I'm watching the space. I'm watching the space. And I've got, and I think it will work for the community in the long run. However, I need you, I'm not there myself. So one day, I'd like to get like yourself on board or sunken blimp or whatever, but all these cool guys to look at what's there. But I think it's really important that there are designers in the space like you. And the last thing I would say, I know you didn't ask this, but I'm just dying to say it, <laughs> is that I still believe that the metaverse, it reminds me of the, the dot-com bubble in the internet. So everyone registered a website in 1999 and then it crashed. And a lot of the websites, they didn't survive. But the key companies like the Amazon.com will. And I think that in the metaverse, there's a lot of ideas and there's going to be a lot of platforms. But these, there's going to be a few key ones which survive. And equally, I think the architects like yourself who are designing in the space, learning failing, succeeding, and keep going, are going to be the ones to do it. However, right now it is cold, isn't it? The, uh, the public is concerned about AI. They're talking about Elon Musk changing Twitter to X. Meanwhile, the metaverse is still there. And I think that's why it is still an exciting space to be in there. So that's my thoughts on it. I've got my eye on it for the Arctic to Social. I, 
I'm just not quite there yet, but I'd like some good architects in the space like yourself to keep going, practicing, and then who knows, in one or two years, maybe I'll be getting one of your templates. You just don't know. But hopefully that makes sense, Sergi. Do you have any comments to add to like my roundabout answer there? Yes, I totally agree with you that the problem is that half of the spaces, they just stay empty. And when you first enter the metaverse, you literally don't understand what to do there. So there is a very important social aspect of this, of this platforms. And for example, what we would be doing on our show, we would be doing guided tours through the BNAT because I mean, it, it always is nice when you go to, for example, to a museum and there is a guide that explains you something or even better if you are able to speak with the artists. So we'll try to do the same thing there. And I believe that um, uh, we would also try to save the majority of spaces and allow them to be visited after the Biennale also. For sure, those that are created on Worlds platform would be able, would be accessible for two months after the show. So if there would be interest, for example, from people from your community to kind of gather together, and explore the spaces. I think that generally it would be a much more fun experience, but also you can always text me and tell me, okay, I want to have a, like a private tour. Can you give us a moment? <laughs> and, but this is how I think that actually bringing people to the metaverse, it uh, requires some effort, right? It won't yeah. happen automatically. Like you create something and then it is so popular. It would be just empty, as you said, and we're also trying to solve this problem. And I think that if you are growing a community and I think that we can find different ways to engage your community more with this environment, to actually start slowly unpacking it and bringing more attention to it, maybe highlighting some the best projects in a quarter or so. Um, and of course, we are now in conversation with all of the other media partners that we have, because I'm always saying that it is an online event that won't be visitors just like coming from the street. You have to invite everyone. You have to communicate this like many times so that people actually visit the space. And I think that this actually show us how the metaverse is dependent on the internet we use today is on the communities that already exist, architecture, social. And uh, yeah, I hope that if we set up this kind of communication, it would be interesting and beneficial for everyone. And of course, with uh, I would just say that if you or your colleagues are interested in making this kind of metaverse events, I'm always open to explore the possibilities of providing the space, organizing this for some kind of interaction because yeah, as I said, we should make some more effort at this moment now to yeah, to yeah, to make the metaverse life. I agree. It's no one can do it by themselves. It's basically architecture. It's in whether in person or in real life, it's teams, it's ideas, it's creativity. So I do think that if anyone has the itch, they should get involved with this particular event because i think it's interesting sergi you've been an amazing guest and thank you for sh sharing your thoughts on the industry sharing your thoughts on and an insight to the business but also the festival if anyone's enjoyed this and they want to reach out to you to ask any questions or get in touch 
or register for the festival and all this cool stuff. Where do they find you, Sergi, and what are the links? Oh, you can find me in LinkedIn and Facebook, and but you better go to Instagram, Metaverse Arc Biennale, and this is yeah, this is the best entry point to understand what we're doing, what's our vision, and I'll be also responding to messages there. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Sergi. And for our audio listeners at the end, I'm just going to say the two websites, which have the Twitter links and all that stuff. So the ARC space is D-E-R-C-H dot space, S-P-A-C-E. That's the website number one. And then we have the Metaverse ARC Binali. Oh, I finally said it correct, <laughs> my Welsh accent. And that is www.metaverseark, A-R-C-H Binali, which is B-I-E-N-A-L-E dot com. Awesome. Thank you so much. Sergi, stay on the stage while I end the live stream. And thank you and the audience for joining us here. If you like this, then I don't know, click a like somewhere. I don't know what platform this is anymore. But more importantly, if you did like this, forget to sign up to the festival. I will be there too. And I'm looking forward to seeing it. It's always fun, especially to go to these events in their first form. It might be one of those festivals in 10 years' time, which is going to cost you a fortune for the ticket, and you can go for the first one. Who knows? It's an emerging space. But thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to end the live stream here. More content coming this week, and I think a lot in two weeks as well. Lots of different topics about the built environment, real life, but also tech as well. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Take care. Bye-bye. 